This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and we're bringing you these messages on the home, and we're looking today, have been all this week, on uh, the family altar. And I know it's a, it's a foreign thing to most people. Most people don't even know what we're talking about. But I've been bringing it to you as the Lord has given it to me. And we were looking there uh, in our last study, and I asked you, had you ever started a family worship? One of the first things that happens when a person gets saved I believe he wants to see his loved one saved. And one of the best ways I know of is for you to gather your family, my man. Gather them together for a period of worship. You say, but I'm not saved. I don't know the Lord. Well, let's start your family worship. So one of the best ways to get saved is to start your family worship. And there's your family. You can ask the Lord to save you and then save your children. It'll break all that rebellion in your heart. It will, my friend. You know, every man outside of Christ is in rebellion against God. That's right. He wants his own way. I've had folks ask me, Pastor, why am I not saved? And I kindly tell them, your will has never been broken. I see your life. I see how you want to run your homes. Some of our women, they want to run their home, run their children. I see some of the men that want to have their own way and just dictate to everything, be a tyrant. But my friend, I'm pleading for your home. I'm pleading. I'm pleading. It's, it's an awful thing to go to hell, but it'd be more awful for you to go there and carry your family with you. Now, we've often made the statement here that no man goes to hell by himself. Always carry somebody with him. That's right. That's right. I know we've had folks who got, got angry with me and, over the years and, and left out from this, this church, left the fellowship of this church in rebellion against God and against me, and they always took their family with them. I've never seen one of their family yet come out of all those things. No, because they look up to their dad. If he's, he leaves out, that's right. That's right. I've seen that. I've seen so much bitterness in, over the last 40 years, my friend, that I can't even describe it to you. But uh, I, I've often talked about how it would be so good if, if every man would take hold of his family. And then I see so much today in our paper and on the news we have uh, so many who young men now committing suicide, a rash of it in this area, maybe in your area too. And I, I, think, it, I think it's all because of a lack of family worship, the lack of, of uh, Bible reading and Bible studying. This young man uh, goes out in the world, and, and his, his buddies think he's a sissy if he don't drink and he don't smoke and don't get on some kind of dope. But my friend, listen, listen. And then his wife will leave him because he's, carried on in such a thing wife and children she take them and go home to mama and he comes home and that old house is there by itself empty dark bleak nothing but the four walls it'll it'll lead you to despair it'll lead you to despair and satan's always ready satan's always ready you know we used to say around here if you want to go to hell satan will furnish you a horse bridle and saddle well that's exactly what i'm saying here satan will furnish that young man with a horse bridle and saddle and he'd go out and blow his brains out. I know. I know. Thinking, he, thinking he'll end it all. But oh no, my friend. What an awful thing to go to hell. But it's more awful, more awful to take your family with you. So let's get back in our study. I know what grace it is to have a home where the, where the Lord is honored and glorified. And, uh, but listen, if the Lord can save me, he can save you. Oh, listen, he did. He can save you. If God can save my family... And he did. He can save yours. Would you, would you, let me put it like this. Would you just give the Lord a chance? Would you plead with the Lord? 
Let's notice some of the blessings that come from having a family altar. One of the first blessings is is a recognition that Christ is the head of your home. We went through that two or three times. Christ is the head of every home. The head of man, man the head of the home. But listen, listen. You see the order of government in the home? Christ is the head of man. Man the head of wife. Parents are the head of children. Now, I can't say that often enough, my friend, because we've gotten away from it. It's all... It's all turned to drug, dregs now. Nobody, nobody hardly cares, but let me repeat it. Christ is the head of man. Man is the head of wife, and the parents are the head of the children. And I tell you, I have told you, if your children go to hell, you're responsible for them. When you recognize Christ as your head, my friend, then you're going to bring your problems to the Lord. And you can rest assured the Lord will take care. The Lord will solve every one of your problems. Maybe not... It may matters not how dark the day may be or how long the night may be. Adversities may come. Death will come. Christ is ahead, and you can rest assured that he will do all things well. Now, I tell you that without the fear of contradiction. The Lord is able. There's so many verses in, in God's Word, promises of what he'll do. And uh, I wish you would. I have a book here in the, in the bookstore, All the Promises of God by Brother Lockyer. And I, it's not a few dollars. If you write me, I'll quote you a price on it. Another blessing of the family worship in that home is it binds the family together. It's a common bond, my friend. You may have noticed the slogan over the years, the family that prays together stays together. Well, we could say that the family that prays together will live together. There's one thing that I've noticed. You can't be a sincere worshiper before the throne of God and then stay mad with each other. You can't do it or in rebellion. It won't be long till you be confessing your sins, taking the blame. You know what repentance is, my friend? The Bible says, except ye repent, you shall all likewise perish. But you know what repentance is? Taking the blame. Just taking the blame one day. Oh, my friend, I've had folks fall out with me over things like that. But listen, here's a home. We see a home that's absolutely disrupted, no chance for family worship. In thousands and thousands of homes, the present-day church activities become a curse. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something, Mom. You cancel the vast majority of your church activities and stay at home with your family at night. It's far more, it's worth more for to you, to your family and to your God than all your church activities put together. Make time for your family worship. Would you do that? Would you, would you just do something for the old trailblazer? Many of you out there love the old trailblazer. You tell me you do. Do something for me, would you? Listen, listen. I mean it for this church where I'm the pastor. Not for one moment would I want you to let church activities enter with your family worship and your home life. Do you know that it is one of the obstacles of God-called preacher faces being away from home so much? That's right. Oh, for a God-called preacher's wife who will take over the family worship. Or if your, your husband has to work at night. I know now men have to work at night and ladies have to work sometimes. But whichever one of you is at home, take over the family worship. Oh, but listen, you may say, what can I do? Well, I wish I could wave a red flag saying, brother, sister, listen, let the religious world and the social world go to hell if it wants to. But you don't. Your home is worth more than everything else combined. Well, I just can't give up this club. You know, uh, everything else 
I've got to go to that fraternal order, or I've got to go to a committee meeting, and your children going to hell, my friend, you've got to make a choice. You may call the old trailblazer crazy. You may call me old fool, and many folks do. But if you want, if you want to, you can do that. You may call me uh, uh, anything you want, but I know what I'm talking about. All of your church activities and all your social activities will not compensate for the loss of your child and the disruption of your home. If every one of my folks today who are listening to me would build your home, build it on the family worship, the church will take care of itself. And I'll see you on Sunday morning with your family all in their places. The church will move on. Souls will be one, uh, one to Christ without all this monkey business and merry-go-round and religious activities. Build your home around Christ, and all those social gatherings will take care of themselves, and your life will be worth living. But lose your home, and you've lost everything. Oh, my friend, my friend. Another obstacle in the way of building your family altar is our industrial life. That is the ungodly hours which our folks have to work. The Lord never intended for our industrial life to be as complicated as it is today. In the face of these difficulties, my man, my woman, oh, but listen, let's build our family worship in spite of them. Now, before we get off the air, I want to remind you, if you'd write me, let me hear. I'll send you a little tract that we have by J.C. Ryle on the duties of parents. It sets forth a lot better than I can what I've been telling you about the home life and all. But this little book on the duties of parents, and the, the Bible says, uh, bring your children up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And that's what he means, my friend. Let me read that verse to you, Proverbs 22. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Now, that's a gracious promise, my friend. You train him up, the Lord says, you bring him up, and he won't depart from it. I, I, I'll control him. He won't depart from it. I, I know, my friend, I've, I've had... Many folks, several folks, come to me in the last few years and say they were here when they were children, coming up in the Sunday school classes here. And they would name off the Sunday school teachers, uh, uh, Miss Grammer and Miss Wileen and Miss Joyce Johnson. They would name them off and others. And they say, I never will forget away. I never will forget what they taught in Sunday school. This has grown me and up in their 50s, 50s, 40s, and 50s, and 60 years old. They say, I won't never forget how that they prayed for me. I won't ever forget that. Are you are you putting your children? We have folks right here in First Baptist Church of Algiers who don't bring their children to Sunday school. Shame on you, Mama. Shame on you, Dad, to let let your kid lay out, lay out, lay out. Stay out, stay up late somewhere at a ball game or something, and you don't get them up. That's your fault. You're gonna have to answer for it, my friend. Did you know you're responsible for your children's spiritual training? It's not me. I'm not responsible for them. I just bring you God's message. Day by day by day and time after time. But my friend, it's you. You're responsible for putting them under the sound preaching that they might hear the gospel. And I, I beg you to do that. I plead with you to do it. And we're going to stay here right on down the road. We're looking at the family altar. And then we're going to look at the home and marriage. Oh, that'll be a gracious study. I, I ask you to do something for me. Pray for me, will you? Pray that the Lord will give me an insight into the problems that we're facing today. I know pretty well what they are, but let the Lord give me compassion for my listener friends out there and that folks won't get mad with me and turn me off. Y'all pray for me. Will you do that? And I appreciate it if you will. 
I will. I appreciate it. And then let me hear from you. I'd like to hear a note from some of you radio station managers. If you would, call me. Let me hear from you. And uh, pray for Pray for me. Remember, this is the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And then my phone number here, area code 225-664-8658. Call me. Let me hear from you. I'm always here early every morning from about 7 o'clock on up through noon. And I'll call you back if I miss you. And if you would, pray for me. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.